now rocking with Matt and Dez. Let's go. Welcome to the Matt and Dez Experience. Matt and Dez Gonzalez are the founders of Kingdom Culture Ministries, a nonprofit organization that specializes in training, consulting, and resourcing leaders. Join them as they talk about life, family, faith, and all things prophetic. Now let's get to today's episode of the Matt and Dez Experience. Welcome to the Matt and Des Experience. I am your co-host, Des Gonzalez. And today, Matt will not be joining us, but today we have a special group of ladies in the studio. And I am so excited for you guys to hear these ladies. We have today the women of Kingdom Reformers. Come on. (laughs) Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. And let's just go around and introduce who you are and what you do. Yeah, my name is Cecily Orm, and I'm from San Diego, California. I do ministry and motherhood. That is what I do. Awesome. good. I am Beth Alexander, and uh, we live in Canyon, Texas, and I am a public school teacher, and I um, also work for a theater company. Cool. Hi, I'm Melissa Neal, and we're from Detroit, Michigan. Michigan, and I do interior design, and I am a boy mom. I've got four boys. <laughs> I got to pick your brain on some interior design. I love that. So fun. So today, we want to let you guys in on a conversation that we've been having that is probably pretty um, well known amongst If you've been on social media at all, you've probably seen some chatter going on about some things we want to talk about today, but we want to let you in on our conversation and it's going to be super fun. So we have the privilege and honor of being married to some pretty amazing men. I am married to, of course, Matt Gonzalez, better known as the Hulk. Hmm? What about you, Cecily? I am Cecily married to Brian Orm that lives in San Diego, also known as Dr. Strange. (laughs) Uh, this is Beth, and I am married to Dub, also known as Captain America. Mm. And I'm married to Drew Neal, who I believe is, <laughs> as I'm Iron Man, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> These are I just like, I think about that so second. fitting, so yeah. fitting. Mm-hmm. I love it. And as we speak, Brian is walking around in his cape. It's just, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is so awesome. So. Yeah. You guys may or may not know, we have a really amazing event coming up. Our husbands have hosted the first Kingdom Reformers event a few months back in um, Texas, and Dub and Beth were hosting the first one, and it was amazing. I'm so bummed I missed that one. But we have another one coming up in Vacaville, and we are super excited to be hosting it here in Vacaville. And so if you're not aware of what Kingdom Reformers is, it is basically what Kingdom Reformers is and why it was established was the guys got together and just had a passion and a heart and the same DNA and it their relationships began to just grow and evolve and realize man we really have a heart and a passion for reformation and the heart of kingdom reformers is is this it's empowering influence influencers with a reformational mindset who establish God's order within the world systems it's powerful and so as our husbands got together and started this alliance if you will you know we obviously are part Part of that too because we're the wives and we're powerful too right so we get to be a part of it and it's really awesome to see what god's doing in and through them and through this um powerful team that they've built so yeah we have an amazing event coming up in vacaville and so we would love you to come be a part of it if you are interested in checking that out go to kingdomreformers.com the dates just so you have them are january 30th through february 1st and so let's get into this ladies let's have a combo it's gonna be good 
So I want to know, and the listeners want to know, what areas are you bringing reformation in? And what areas do you desire to bring reformation in in your life? Yeah, so areas that I'm pretty passionate about um, are two areas. It would be um, in the home with your kids and your family. Um, And some ways that we do that personally is we have our kids, since the time they were tiny, be very just aware and active in trying to see in the spirit and see what they see, see the angelic. What are the angels doing? Ask them why they're there, you know, to interact with the angelic. Yeah, so that's just like a, a touch of what we do with that. And it's been a priority for us. And we always check in with our kids to make sure that they're still aware and that their, um, you know, their spiritual eyes are open and all that good stuff. Um, so pretty passionate about that. And then the second area would be um, spiritual mothering. Um, been doing that for 20 years now with college students and a mm-hmm. few different universities. And um, you think, well, gosh, that's going to be hard to do. And that's going to um, take a lot out of you because there's so many of them. How do you do that? But it's like the more God gives you, the more more people he gives you, the more grace he gives you to do it. So, that's so good. Um, that's good. it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, um, but I grew up around a revival culture and that's really what God, how God established me and Matt in, in ministry was to see, you know, revival here on earth and it was powerful and it's, it's awesome. But what I love that God's doing now is it's not just stopping at revival. It's not, okay, those things are amazing. We need to still contend for, for the, for revival, for God's presence to be here on earth and for people to be transformed and changed. Um, but what I love about the message of reformation is it's not just bringing people to the church. It's taking the kingdom into the world, into every sphere of society. And I, I see that in each one of you ladies. And so I just love that so much, whether it's in the home or whether it's in education or whatever sphere that God calls you to, that that we're changing the world through Reformation. And so Beth, what what are you seeing in, um, and how, what area are you seeing Reformation in, in your life? Yeah, so I have to also, um, obviously being a public school teacher, education is at the top. Um, and just bring Reformation to education. Um, even on just a small scale within my classroom, you know, part of the kingdom is just bringing God's heart and authority to wherever you go. Mm, and so, so I take that with me into my classroom and I give it to my students every day, whether it's through a prophetic word or just showing them love mm. um, and just, you know, asking God to show me how he sees them every single day. And it just changes, it shifts the atmosphere and it just changes um, the way your classroom works and how your students receive and learn. Um, So that's just been really awesome. And then the other area for me is the arts and entertainment. Um, Like I said earlier, I'm part of a theater company um, in our hometown. And so I get to um, work with, I work with all ages. I've choreographed adult shows and children's shows, and then I teach dance classes. And so again, just allowing myself to be me and allowing God to work through me um, and just speaking into their lives and just bringing a positive spin to a lot of places that there's usually a lot of negativity Mm. or, you know, that can be kind of dark. And um, honestly, people say, oh, you shouldn't go there because you know, there's these things happening. Well, if I don't go there, then who's going to fix it? Who's going to bring the light into that place? And so to me, that's, you know, where this whole kingdom reformation and kingdom reformers and all that is coming from is we're the ones who are supposed to bring the light into those dark places. So, yeah, yeah. so good. What about you, Melissa? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's a loaded question. Um, I I feel like, um, you know, for moms, I think permission is a huge thing. And as I've kind of walked out my journey, um, 
I feel like as I've taken like risks and steps of just courage and confidence and kind of researching and just not always following, you know, along, I always say just kind of following the butt in front of you, you know, but actually <laughs> stopping to look up and kind of ask questions and say, is this the kind of mom I want to be? Are these the kids I, got, I want to raise? You yeah. know, I think we're in such a fast pace culture, right? That everything is, you know, just teaching our children, you know, to manage their freedoms. I think Danny Silk says that so well. And yeah. it's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like even as moms, we're, we're learning to manage our freedoms, you know, at the same rate that our kids are, you know, in a sense, you yeah. know, with all the social media and you know, all that. Um, I'm also passionate, you know, just towards interior design and creating spaces Mm -hmm. that people can experience God. I'm really passionate towards just kind of like shifting the landscapes of communities and really kind of pushing people back to their own neighborhoods. So good. Um, You know, I was raised in a neighborhood where we had community. It was like a family. And I still see some of those neighbors even today. I was that connected. Mm -hmm. And I feel like somehow when I came into like the church and it's amazing, people come from all different places, sometimes it's hard to take that into your week and have that connection throughout the week. Um, And I feel like it's really great to to really push people back to their neighborhoods and their schools and their communities and, and really say, you know, how can I'm here, God's placed me here, and how can I be powerful give people permission, kind of create like a fireplace, you know, like the the fire of revival, you know, needs a fireplace in Come all on. of these spheres. And yeah. I think, um, you know, that's yeah. what I'm really passionate towards. That's so good. I love that so much. You know, and all of you guys touched on um, kind of a thread running through probably all moms is <laughs> motherhood and family. I feel like for me, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. My passion is um, not just the family mountain, not just my personal family, but creating family and that sense of family, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in all the spheres, basically. And I think that, you know, it's changed a lot for, for us over the last few years. As many of you guys know, we've been in transition and whatnot. And so, you know, we have been pastors. We have done, we still minister in, this, in the church and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But I think God is really shifting things in culture right now. And we see that all over. I mean, if you just, if you're awake and alive, <laughs> you're going to see it. Even, you know, if you're on social media, you're seeing some of the things that are happening right now, even in regards to women. And, I, you know, hey, let's just go there. Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Why not? Right. <laughs> and so I know that just this week, there's been some lovely discussions on social media about just women in ministry and, and that, you know, they need to just stay at home and whatnot, you know, not saying any names. But um, right now. Oh, actually, all of our husbands are at home. Isn't that great? <laughs> but we know that they don't need to just stay at home and neither do we. So we're thankful for that. So what do you guys think about just this topic? I guess let's just open it up. Why is the voice of a woman so needed right now? What do you guys think? Um I think that it's needed uh, because I feel like God gives each of us a certain message and certain things in our hearts and he shows us different parts of his heart um, and maybe there's something that he's going to show to a certain woman or a certain female that for whatever reason he hasn't shown to a man. And so if that woman chooses not to step out and chooses not to say those things or to stand up in front of a crowd or whatever it is, just chooses to hold back, then what part of God is not being shared with the Mm -hmm. world and what part is going to be missing that when we get to heaven and we find out, oh my goodness, if I had just done that, oh, like I'm, yeah. So to me, it's important because I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss what he has and Mm. what he has for this time and for me. So, yeah, I think the voice of a woman is important because it just brings 
that other aspect of who God is, you know, because he created male and female equally. And so he gives equal voice to both. And so I think, you know, the voice of a woman is just, I mean, we're equal. We're co-partners in this world. And so male and female voices are are needed um, to see the full aspect and the fullness of who God is. So good. Yeah, you totally nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it just, it goes even with like, you know, the Trinity, you know, the Godhead. You know, I was raised Catholic and I feel like, you know, I've always seen them separate, you know, like God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. But if you really like look at the attributes, you know, of the Godhead, um, the the female, I mean, if you want to say that, it might be controversial, but maybe we should scratch that. But, you know, just like Holy Spirit having that comforter, you yeah. know, being the comforter. And, you know, just as us mothers, you know, it's like when my kids get hurt, they don't run to my husband. You know, they come to me, you know, when they're hungry, yeah. you know, I'll go for like five hours, I'll come home and it's like, we're starving, mom. It's like, <laughs> Well, your dad's been here the whole time. But it's like there's something about the nurturing part of the mother heart that is a huge Mm -hmm. piece of who God is, right? It's like I think we try to give God gender, but he's he is without gender, right? He's both male and female or, you know. So, again, that's probably scratch. That's That's good. That's true. But it's interesting because I found this too. Like, as we separate, you know, the Trinity out and we don't, it, it almost like if we have God up here and we kind of, it can almost be, can become spectators, like as far as like being stationary and kind of seeing, not seeing it as like a, a dance or like a circle or a unity, but just like as separate pieces and we're just like kind of dismembered, if you mm. will. And yeah. I think the voice of the woman is just as equally as important as the voice of the man and the father and the mother. And Yeah, so good. <laughs> sure. So good. I think for me, I think one of the words that comes to mind when I, when I think about that question about why mm. the voice of a woman is so needed right now is really for the purpose of reconciliation. I feel like um, right now is we're living in such amazing times right now that God is entrusting us to see reformation on the earth right now. We're living in an amazing time in history and I believe that that we're going to see it. We're going to see things transform. We're going to see society and culture transformed. And you know, I really feel like God's doing something very specific with men and women right now and bringing forth reconciliation between men and women. And ultimately, I know that um it starts in the home, you know, and that's why I feel like the enemy tries to attack the family and the family structure and marriage and all of that the most because he knows it's it's like you said it's both sides of God's nature and we we need to both be represented or God's not going to be represented properly Mm -hmm. if we're quiet he's not going to be represented properly and I feel like even for me I mean I've shared a little bit on past episodes about how there's been many times in my life that okay I know I'm powerful but Sometimes, honestly, let's just get real. Like it was easier for Matt just to be the front guy mm-hmm. and like do his thing, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, cool, you do your thing. I'm I'm tired. I'm gonna go sit over here, you know. And I'm just gonna. And it's not that I didn't think I had something to say. I was just like, I was just tired, and I knew he was powerful, and it wasn't a competition. But I was like, you know what? It's just easier not to rise up right now. And I on it just honestly, there was seasons that I did that, and God has taken me through this journey the last few years about. No, actually, that's not a good choice to, you know, if I'm calling you and I'm telling you that I have something for you to say, like, it would be disobedient for me not to step into that. It has nothing to do with my husband, if I'm disobedient or not, you know, and so I can't blame anything on him. And I feel like um, 
God is really doing something special in marriages right now. And I kind of wanted to ask you guys your thoughts on that too, that, um, you know, Matt and I have been talking about like how to be individually powerful together. There's an aspect that we are individually called by God and we're by ourselves, we're powerful. We're not powerful just because our husband's powerful. We're powerful because you know, God <laughs> created us to be powerful, but we also have a power that we can create together at, in, when you're in one with your spouse. And I just wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit and what your guys' thoughts were on that, because I believe there's something so powerful when we come together and we honor and when our relationship is founded in unity and honor, what can be produced out of that is, is amazing. So what do you guys think about that? Like, how, what does that look like for you? How do you guys operate? How do you be individually powerful together in your marriage? Yeah, um, this is Cecily. And after um, 20 years of marriage, um, you know, and both of us having, Brian and I having the same assignment for most of that time from God. And there were times that I tried to get out of my assignment like you did. I have a teaching degree and I would, there's times that I'd say, okay, God, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go over here and teach. And he'd be like, oh, really? And he would just draw me back into ministry. And I knew, you know, um, whether it was comfortable or not, like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. And there's just something in your heart that tells you you like it your heart like can't rest until you do it um and so I I've always known that that's what I'm supposed to do um what it's looked like through the different seasons in 20 years of doing it together has been different you know depending on different seasons of your life um but I would say you know in the early years it was quite a struggle to figure out how to be powerful with someone else that's powerful because Mm -hmm. most relationships friendships, um, marital relationships or otherwise, usually one person is the dominant one, one person's outspoken and one's more quiet, steady, you know, one's visionary, one's practical. So if you're both, you know, wanting to feel that God's called you to, you know, change things, how are are you going to do that? And I think there's just tension there that has to be worked through for each individual couple because everybody is so different. But I think uh, keys to that is uh, giving grace to each other Mm -hmm. and knowing that I'm not supposed to be you. I'm not supposed to be you. Right. But I am supposed to be me. And I feel the more that I've embraced who I am, the more that I've just stepped back and gone, okay, you you are awesome. And I am your biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also awesome. And just like kind of dived into who I am, the more powerful or the more I'm able to just rest in the fact that I'm powerful too. And like releasing myself from trying to be someone that I'm never going to be because I'm not Brian and I never will be. (laughs) I am Cecily. And um, so that's been really freeing in a way. And just to know that I don't need to compete with him. I don't need to compete with anyone. That's not what it's about. Because if you end up making it about competition or always trying to be the one, I'm the one, I'm the one. If you're trying to do that, you're just going to wear yourself out. That's it. And you're going to have a really bad relationship with whoever it's with if if it's competition-based. So so good. What about you, Beth? Um, Yeah, I would say, so Dev and I have been married for 16 years now. And for a good half of that, well, probably about yeah, probably about eight years of that. I did not know who I was, and I kept trying to put my identity in being his wife. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, like, he was in ministry, so I was like, well, I have to be in ministry. Hmm. You know, I have to do that, too, because, I mean, honestly, that's what the church was telling us. And so I was like, okay. I was miserable. I hated it. I, you know, (laughs) I'm just being honest, because that's not where I, that's not who God created me to be. And so it took me stepping out on my own and discovering who I truly am. And then once I figured that out, it was like things just took off for me. 
you know, I got my teaching degree and like I finished two and a half years of college in a year and a half, like just smoked through it. I have my master's degree in education now. And so just stepping out and just learning who I am individually um, and not putting my identity in being Dub's wife, because that's what I did for a good eight years of our marriage. And then on the other side of that, he encouraged me and he championed me when I did figure out what I was supposed to do and who I am. He encouraged me and he pushed me and he was like, okay, now go do it. Go do it. And anytime I would get discouraged or anytime I'd be like, I don't know. Nope. Go do it. And he wouldn't he would never let me stop. Um, And so just having him push me and encourage me helped a ton. And now we're to the point that, I mean, we are both very individually powerful and completely different spheres. You know, dub is government and, you know, kingdom and things like that. And I'm on the opposite side with education and arts and entertainment. But the thing is, is that we, like you said, we're each other's biggest fans and we do whatever it takes. We sacrifice for one another. You know, it's a lot of scheduling. It's a lot of sitting down and saying, okay, here's what I have on the books. Here's what you have on the books. And it's a lot of compromise. But we're willing to do that and champion one another and support each other because we believe in each other that much. And so... I mean, it's not like it just happened. You know, we've been married for 16 years and, you know, the past eight, we've really just taken off and and have learned how to do that for one another. And so, I mean, it always makes me laugh because I'll get, you know, Facebook messages and stuff from from people going, thank you for allowing Dub to come and preach to the church. I'm like, I did not allow him to do it. Like, I am not his control. Like, he does not need my permission to go do that. Um, you know, but I mean, obviously, I he's like, can I go? Is this a good time? You know, and that kind of stuff. But it just there's just this support and this camaraderie and this um, we just want each other to be successful. And so we do what we have to to help that person be successful. That's so good. So. I love that so mm-hmm. much. What about you, Melissa? <laughs> I, can't, I can't follow you. I'm like, wait, what? That was awesome. Awesome. I think power is the perspective. You know, I think all of you ladies like carry a huge stick. And it just, sometimes it's like you're using it to like, you know, as a walking stick. Sometimes we're wielding <laughs> it. Sometimes it's just laying on the floor somewhere. Um, so I feel so like good. it kind of it's ebbs good. and flows in seasons. You know, I yeah. we're going to be married 18 years. And, you know, it's such a journey of just like, you know, um, it's like when you're a team player, I was going to see it like that. It's like, okay, it's like I'm passing you the ball. Okay, you've got the ball. All right. Okay, I need the ball. Pass yeah. here. You know, I've yeah. got the better shot. Um, bring me back to the question. Yeah, no, I bring love that. I love that language, the whole ebbs and flows. It was, the question was, um, how do you experience in your marriage? How do, how do you be individually powerful together? I mean, I feel like I'm not your typical, and maybe this is wrong to say, I don't feel like I'm your typical you know, pastor's wife. Um, I'm not looking for a title. You know, I don't even sit in the front row with my husband. I like to sit at the stand at the back because I think of myself as like a thermostat. I'm just like kind of feeling the room. Yeah, it's cool. You know, um, I just I love the gifts that my husband has. And I feel like, you know, I really love being a mom. And I love that my husband gives me permission to be fully present in that season, in the season of my life. And, you know, even we just had a baby 10 months ago and it's our fourth boy. And, you know, it was kind of like starting over. And honestly, I, it's such a gift. And, you know, I'm, I could have two more. (laughs) But I just, I love it. And I want to just like be so intentional about this season. And I feel like in the future, there'll be, there'll be other seasons 
to speak into to kind of grow that you know yeah um whatever it might be whatever god might have on a bigger scale but i'm completely content where i'm at and i don't feel the pressure or like the vying like if somebody's like give me the mic i'd be like here you go 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 for it like i'll cheer you on like go for it um i love i, I think women's ministry is also being redefined you know yeah. how i've experienced it and i don't know how yeah. you ladies feel about it but yeah. i'm not interested in you know the woe is me like yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know i want like <laughs> get it you're yes. doing awesome like how yeah. can we like build yeah. each other up like yes. building words yeah. like laughing enjoying things together because i think that builds such strength and transparency where i feel like sometimes in a church setting it can it can create like false transparency where i like just give you the whole sad story or something and then it's like it's hard to build when you have just crumbled rubble everywhere and so i'm just passionate to see women in general um you know just champion kind of a new generation of just powerful women in the church yeah Yeah. um but if you want to be a stay-at-home mom awesome if you want to be in the education world like yes like the arts and entertainment you know whatever it is like i think women we really need to like lock arms and say whatever it is you feel called to Mm -hmm. like you can do it Mm -hmm. like you absolutely can you don't have to just be like an invisible person or you know and you have a voice but just not the pressure to have to perform if you will absolutely 100 percent agree with that i feel like you know one of the things that came to mind when you were saying that was the whole thing of expectations, you know, and so many of us, I know, you know, we hear stories about living under these expectations, whether it's culture, whether it was our husband or whether it was our parents or whatever, like, let's just rip off the, the, you know, blanket of expectations that, that so many women have lived under, you know, and just, you have to be this, you have to be that, you have to be this perfect mom, you have to have this perfect thing, you know, like, no, like, I'm so done. I'm so over that, right? You know, like, everything you guys were sharing, I love it, because what I heard is that you're free to be you, your husband's free to be them, and you get to discover and do things together in this journey, this beautiful journey together. And that's the beauty of relationship, in my opinion. Like, do you have to work things out? Yeah, of course. Do you have to have hard conversations? Yeah, of course. Do you have to, you know, do all the scheduling and, you know, do a lot of work to make things happen? Yeah, of course. But it's so worth it. I love what what you shared, Beth, because that's exactly, I feel like, where we're at, me, me and Matt, you know, with trying to figure out our new schedule and traveling and all of that it's it can get overwhelming but it's so worth it mm-hmm. you know when you see the when you feel like you get into that ebb and flow and that unity and you're in a rhythm together with your spouse and it's not as hard as i think we make it it's great okay so in the church you know um when we talk about women and men speaking and having a voice i think for so long obviously men have been the dominant voice in the church and so to when in the spirit of excellence you know they kind of have a leg up you know if you talk about hours clocked you know if you talk <laughs> yeah. about having a skill set yeah right. you know it's like my husband yeah. has you know drew his i don't even know how many you know messages over mm-hmm. the course of a lifetime right. he was doing it in, from youth group on and he just turned 40 this year so i mean that's right and so you know there's times when he'll he'll lob me a softball like mother's day like you want to take the message and i'm like yes and then the whole week before i'm like no <laughs> why did i say yes to this i'm so stressed you know and what i end up doing instead of because it's not my heart in this season is like i 
rope in other women and say, it's like, what is the Lord, you know, speaking to you and, you know, our prophetic team and let's just kind of give them a blast. Um, Because when it really comes to speaking, I mean, I can get up there and I can read off, you know, I can do my notes and I can spend time in prayer and I absolutely do. Um, But to be like really powerful and be awesome, like we need practice. You know, and I think Mm -hmm. the best thing for women would be for us to, in our churches, start having, you know, our small groups instead of them being about specific, you know, let's do this study or let's do that study. I'm kind of trying to implement, you know, what's God speaking to you this week? Bring it and get up and speak, preach it to us. You know, even if it's just five minutes, even if it's 10 minutes. That's good. Because you need the practice of an audience to truly you know, share your heart. And so I think that's the thing with women is like, we really need the experience. We need the practice. And because I don't think any of us want to get up there and just like belly flop, you know, we want to be (laughs) awesome, you know? And so I think creating room for women, you know, is, you know, practice and just coaching, right? Yeah, that's so good. I had a thought to add to that when you're talking, it was something I was thinking about before. It's kind of along the same lines as that, because been doing it for a while now, you know, and I know in the beginning it felt very foreign to be the one up there speaking. And so in a way I was like, gosh, is that my nerves? Like, am I really that nervous? And I'm like, I'm not. I was a cheerleader. <laughs> like, <laughs> I promise I'm not. Uh-huh. And um, I kind of realized over time that it, was, it wasn't just nerves. It was the fact that every time a woman gets up to speak, you're kind of re-educating everyone. So you have like the double whammy of like, well, you better be as good as the man mm. is even if you don't do it as often. And can you really do this? Like, did you really hear from the Lord? So, and that's okay. You know, we can handle it. It's fine. We God's given us more than enough ability to be able to handle all of that, all of it. But it's sometimes you kind of go into it blindly or you kind of know in your subconscious. And so you do what you're saying where you're like, well, I'll just spread it out a little bit to take the pressure off a, a little bit. But I feel like if we don't um, step up to the plate and whatever that looks like in the mom season where you're fully there being a mom or if you're in the school and or if you're doing ministry, like whatever, wherever you find yourself, if we mm-hmm. don't step up, um, the world is going to notice and wow. they just do. They yeah. do. And we've known that for 20 years of doing university ministry because yeah. every girl will go through a public university that we meet, Brian and I would meet, not now, but that we would meet and they would look at me and go, well, everyone else is telling me that I can get this degree. They're telling me that I can go work for NASA. I can go work for Apple. I can go work for Google. But you're telling me that I can't preach why is that like and you could just see their wheels turning every time so if we don't have an answer for them if we don't have an answer for yes you can find your place in god's kingdom and you can do it well and we don't give space for that and make an environment where it's inviting for women to do that it's going to be really hard for women to do that Mm -hmm. it has been my personal experience cecily orm (laughs) (laughs) drop (laughs) yeah i mean i think that for a long time, um, you know, comparison will shut you down mm-hmm. faster than anything else, you know? And I know that I've experienced that too, Cecily. It's like, I, I've i spoken a lot over the years, but it's so interesting in the last few years that I feel like the enemy, I mean, I've shared about this before, but really tried to shut me down to the point where it was like, does, it, does my voice really matter that much? You know, like... And it was a comparison, not, it was like almost the opposite side of jealousy. It was like, not that I was jealous to be this or be like so-and-so or be like so-and-so. It was like, no man, they're so awesome. And they're so awesome. And they're so awesome. They can do it. Like, why do I need to step up and do that? You know? Mm -hmm. And so 
it kind of gave me an out. And so that didn't work out too well. You know, you don't do barter, bartering with God. So after I learned my lesson there, you know, starting to just step into this whole thing. And I've shared this before, but it's even this podcast is a fulfillment of the word God spoke over me about activating your voice. And, um, and all of our voices, every, every person, every woman has something to say, you know, whatever sphere that is, like you were saying, whatever sphere God's called you to, your voice is powerful. And our sound resonates resonates with the sound of heaven. And when we come into alignment with our truest identity, that we release the sound of heaven on earth and the and the earth is crying out for us to do that. It's crying out for us to be present, be arrive with the fullness of who we are and who God has called us to be. And we can literally see things shift and change when we do that. And it's more than just saying something cool and saying something encouraging. It's when you're in alignment with who God says you are and you are saying what heaven is saying, like you're going to release, you know, breakthrough. You're going to release, you know, identity. You're going to see people set free and every sphere that you guys are called to. And I just love it so much that all of us are in, in different places and different spheres, but God is working through each one of us. And it's so, it's so awesome. So I think what I'm concluding is that we're awesome. Are we? We are awesome. (laughs) You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. (laughs) We're all amazing. And no, for reals though, we are. And you know what? I'm so thankful for you guys. And I'm thankful for our husbands coming together, you know, because um, we would not even be having this probably if our husbands didn't form this camaraderie and form this alliance. And it's just been so fun to see everything God is doing with them, you know, and I'm super excited for what's coming up and and kingdom reformers and i know there's going to be um more to come even with that but amen i mean we're yeah we might have an all women's kingdom oh hello i mean it's coming it's coming 2021 yeah Yeah, right (laughs) all women (laughs) yes let's do it good so thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your hearts with us it's been fun yeah Yeah, i'm thankful for all of you i'm thankful for your husbands i'm thankful for the friendship that you know your husbands have given my husband because mm-hmm. I think you know in this season and in this time mm-hmm. it's so powerful you know mm-hmm. to lock arms with people and really just everybody be powerful but have a different message and a different piece to bring to the table I think mm-hmm. it's amazing it is it and truly it, is and just to see I think one thing that um, probably one of the things that I've heard the most it that people are commenting about the guys and, and kingdom reformers is that it's so cool to see brothers running alongside each other with no competition yeah. Like, when has that ever been seen? Like, I'm sure it's been out there, but I haven't seen it modeled, really. It's very in, unusual. To this extent. And I yeah. just, I so love that. And, and just, they model it so well. And they literally are the each other's biggest cheerleaders. And I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it so much. Me too. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think I can speak for all four of us and say that we're so proud of them. Mm -hmm. And um, we don't feel any competition or any angst or any when we go, why did they get to do all that together? There's none of that. It's we're so excited. And it's so amazing, literally, to see like you're saying no competition. And the fact that it just came together so quickly. It's truly, which is a sign, I think that it's a God thing that just happened that way. And um, I think we as the wives just want to carry out that we're not in competition with each other either and we're right. and that we're each other's cheerleaders too and that whatever god calls us to go for it absolutely absolutely i love yeah. that so much did you is there any last words that you guys want to leave with the audience today i mean i would just want to say that like i'm just really excited 
about what's happening just with the kingdom reformers and just this it's been a cry of I know I can speak for Dove just a cry of his heart to have like a brotherhood that's been formed um and then it's been a cry of my heart to have you know like a sisterhood as you know and I feel like that's all coming together through this um through this movement that that I mean just kind of came out of a a silly conversation that they were having (laughs) and now this movement has been birthed and just what all four um of these powerful men have to offer doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman but they're going to empower you to become who God has called you to be. So, I mean, awesome. come in January because yes. it's so good. It's going to be so <laughs> much fun. And they're going to be both men and women speakers there are, just to yes. throw that in there. Yeah. One of the, <laughs> one of the last things I just wanted to ask you guys is where can people follow you, glean from you or check out any any resources that you may have? We are all on Facebook. Yep. <laughs> we are all on Instagram. Yes. You can also contact us through our ministry websites, I would believe. (laughs) Perhaps. Check out these awesome ladies. (laughs) Go follow them on Instagram. They have fun stuff to say. All right, ladies. Well, thank you once again for being on the show today. It was so much fun and we will definitely have to do it again. So if this podcast has enriched your life, make sure to subscribe. Would you share it with a friend or family member? It will help extend our reach. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Until next time, this is Desiree Gonzalez. We're out. Be blessed. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Matt and Des Experience. This podcast exists to inspire and motivate you to transform the world around you. Continue the journey with Matt and Des Gonzalez by liking them on Facebook and checking out mattanddes.com where you can discover more resources. If this podcast has impacted you, please subscribe and review wherever you listen to your podcast.